Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. Oh, shit, it's us! I was really, uh, you were excited. It's County Fair Weekend! Everybody's excited! Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah! Win fabulous prizes! Demolition Derby! Hey, that's my dad. He's here. A special guest for episode 90! Yeah! 90, at least your episodes are older than us. <laughs> We are very excited to be on episode ninety, only ten away from the magical one hundred episode. Right. We need to we need to work on that. Yeah, we're gonna have a big event that uh-huh. you all are more than welcome to. Uh, In turn, all- Alan Murin is gonna give us his 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 numbers report. We thought we might do a live show uh, either uh, at the lodge or somewhere, and yeah. uh, you are all invited as guests and, and listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Stefan, get your plane tickets booked. Yeah, you've still got a couple of months. Uh-huh. I think my, it's October. I think is when we hit. We hit 100 somewhere in October. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we're going to do it a big I double it's early, episode. early October. Big double episode episode. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get 44 minutes of double. <laughs> yeah. Double it could be Halloween. Deuce. You could be Halloween thing. You know, it's, it's not up to us. It's up Dr- to the schedule. Dress up like your favorite double deuce bet. It's up to time. <laughs> Your favorite corner. There uh-huh. you go. Dress is your favorite corner. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It's got a Halloween flair. Well, uh, hi, The best part is that they could probably dress in something and then be like, it was this corner you guys did. And we might be like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. can probably try to trick us. You may not know this, but those of you who've been listening for a while today, <clears throat> we don't remember a lot of what we talk about much after we talk about it. Yeah. Is this your first visit to Corners? No, we do a lot of corners. Yeah, a lot of corners. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's one of that's that's one that's of our touchstones. We have, yeah, mm-hmm. that's how we delineate. That's how we give people structure mm-hmm. and order. Otherwise, this would just be an amorphous blob of us talking. Yeah, uh, and who wants <laughs> God that? Forbid that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we've got to give the people something to some regimentation, uh, some order uh, in the chaos. Mm-hmm. Speaking of order in the chaos. Uh, I think that uh, our neighborhood may be opening into an eternal void for the dams. And I wrote my city commissioner about it. And I saw that. somehow got deleted. Oh, did it? <laughs> yeah, it's not on the page anymore. And I figured it out because I didn't delete it. Did Did city commissioner Matthew Herbert delete it? We may never know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, but, once the vortex opens, you know what's happening on the 21st. What's that? The anniversary of Quantrill's raid. Uh, there we go. Maybe it's Quantrill trying total to dig his way up. Of the sun, and you tell me a total eclipse of the sun doesn't allow for interplanetary activity. I think it does. Yeah. I'm not a scientist, but I know yeah. a lot about interplanar science, which would qualify you for Trump. No, uh-huh. let's put a pin in that. Uh, let's. Talk. I certainly know more about science than our current Secretary of Energy does. Exactly. When did you become an expert at interplanar science? I played a lot of D and D. Oh, I thought you like went to school. I watched I watched Stranger Things. There you um, go. That will do it. I watched Rick and Morty. Uh, you uh, know, I've done all. I've I've read all the studies. Right. I've right. read all the studies. This, has the city commission done any planning? Mm-hmm. My feeling, based on the buckling of the pavement at the end of our block, mm-hmm. with what can only be, to my mind. The entryway to a hellish void from whence the world shall never recover. It's the only thing it could be. 
Um, the, 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 like, concrete just doesn't, just doesn't shoot up like that. I mean, like, that's, like, how mountains are made is what, what it's doing right now. And that took, that took, like, what, like, uh, of, like, a half million year, maybe a million years. Or half a million dollars, like, in Spider-Man and stuff. It happens a lot. That's true. But my point is that mountains don't happen that fast, and this thing's going quick, and that can only be demons, in my book. And you think about when the sun is... The moon crosses the sun and casts that exact shadow on that exact spot. I mean, I'm I'm anticipating uh, the skulls melting. And yet the government will refuses to listen to the science. Yes, that's right. That's right. All we're gonna get is a polite worded turn down letter from Charles Sewell's in Public Works saying, uh-huh. "I'm sorry, we regret to inform you that this does not appear to be a void to eternal damnation." They it's- might call it. Fake news. Yeah, they might. They might. Uh, if anybody's been wondering where I get a lot of my ideas from, and now that my father's here, mm-hmm. I think that that'll become a lot more clear. Yeah. Um, I was we could have I learned it from watching you corner mm-hmm. uh, and talk about all the all the things that I, I learned from you. All that. <laughs> so I think that, that you know, a lot of, a lot of it's going to make a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, something won't, but just go with it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to tell the story of when I showed you how I could touch one end of a neon bulb and I was holding you and it would actually make the neon bulb come on because Jim, you know, Power told me that it would work and we both got a little bit shocked. Are you? <laughs> no, because you just did. And, and it was very shocked. It was very shocked. I think my hair was smoking at the end. Of it. Oh, it, wasn't. it was. I was just, but I you was, looked at I was me like in your was... arms. I was being held, and, and you're just like, "Hey, watch this, son!" And he touched something, and all of a sudden, the world was an endless cold. You've been nervous pain. about bright lights <laughs> yeah, ever since then. Right? Bright lights, yeah. sudden electrocutions. Mm-hmm. They're they're not my favorite things That's anymore. Right? You yeah, have an aversion yeah. to electrocution. It was. I was a little young to to be that electrocuted, but uh, I mean, we made it through. We all made it through. We did. We did. Um, Jim Power, if you're listening, thanks for the advice. If, if you're still alive after, if you haven't electrocuted yourself, you haven't electrocuted yourself. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, let, let's have Dead Friends Corner. Um, speaking of uh, yeah. mortality, I I. Uh, Lost a, a college, uh, no, well, post-college roommate when I was living in 1920 Ohio. Uh, there was a guy named uh, Billy, and uh, Billy lived with us for uh, in the Ohio Street Kitty and Jerry and and myself. Uh, and he was a, an interesting guy, and I, I don't remember much about him because there was a lot going on at that time, including a lot of drinking. Other than you know, he he uh, once uh, got in a fight with a guy. For peeing on the guy's car, and the guy asked him what he was doing. Uh, <laughs> Fair question. He also huffed a lot of paint. Yeah. Uh, and, and when he left, uh, we moved the bed. That he left his bed. He just got bailed, and we moved the bed. And there was a huge circular swath of gold spray paint from uh-huh. when he'd been huffing. Um, and which Kitty's mom had to had to eventually get on hands and knees and, and clean up. So. Uh, that was a touching eulogy. Crazy paint-huffing uh, fight guy. Yeah. Uh, but I, I heard he moved to Joplin and uh-huh. he turned his life around. That's I good. I do remember that guy a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Was but he, uh, he, he passed away in his sleep. So that he's sucks. Not, not with us anymore. Was he that's... A, uh, a pattern for one of the characters in uh, writing The Pine? Oh, he, you know, he, he, he never quite made a screenplay, uh, although he was a special brand. of. I, I always felt like he'd come across as a little too... 
stereotypical like uh, mm-hmm. like old boy Riverton boy, but he was a he was a good guy. Yeah, he, he was he was kind. Mm-hmm. Apart from when he you know beat that guy up for peeing on his car. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, and he and he had I that's, guess that's a hard like, position uh, to take. Found Lord. Uh, got got clean, got sober, and oh, and uh, I'm sad for his family. You know, yeah. on the car is too bad. He's in trouble. I remember when uh, Amon uh, and Mitchell were in Mexico with me, and <laughs> and they had decided to be on a couple of cars, and these couple of gentlemen came up and told us they were police, and they'd seen us be on the cars, and they wanted money, mm-hmm. and I tried in very pidgin Spanish to say anything I could about you know doing teatro for the niños. And I was very bad at it, but I, but we were already big, and so at one point, I just looked at Jerry and and uh, Am and Am had given him twenty bucks while they kind of took it, and I just said, "Let's just walk, guys," because <laughs> they kept saying, you know, they, they, they kept saying weird things and mm-hmm. kind of being threatening, and and so we walked all the way a little farther, you know, maybe half a mile down there. They didn't follow us; everything was okay. And then uh, one of the actresses that was with us um, said. I don't know why you didn't just pee in the bar. <laughs> it didn't make me very happy. Fair question. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think like nine times out of ten, peeing on your car is unnecessary. I'm just going to yeah. say it. And being on other people's car in a foreign country. It's true. Uh, and this was, it was a cool city. It was a genuinely, it was not one of those tourist trap cities. It was one of those, it was, we went to a different city because we <coughs> tried to get a real flavor. Mm-hmm. And we went into a bar, and nobody spoke English, and everyone was friendly, and we all, a uh, mariachi band came through, mm-hmm. and we all took turns buying a song from the mariachi band. It was absolutely a wonderful evening. Uh, and a cast, this, this was the cast that was called, they called themselves the uh, Manifest Destiny cast, because they traveled by van all the way from uh, Florida, the southern part of Florida, Fort Lauderdale, across to Plano, Texas, through Mesa, Arizona, and all the way to Los Angeles, where they finished up that tour. So it was kind of right in the middle of Los Angeles. That there, actually, it was Yuma, Arizona that we crossed they, over. They the should have been the Santa Fe Trail. Uh, yeah, really, part of it anyway. I mean, it was kind of a mixture of trails. They were sort of a combination of uh, DeSoto going up through Florida to uh, yeah. and, you know mess up the New World and give germs away for free. And then, you know, Coronado coming up the other way and kind of taking a side. They never get enough credit for not charging for those germs. <laughs> okay, well, this this actually leads me yes. remarkably into my, my next corner idea, which mm-hmm. I, I think, now since speaking of pioneers, mm-hmm. um, one thing that, that I've always felt is uh, it, it must have been really hard to to sell pioneers on, like, going across the mountains, because those are, those are big fuckers. Now, big. you are... A marketing genius, yeah. as we've established in previous episodes. So let me ask you this: If you were marketing, okay, you're you're like your old timey mm-hmm. California marketing guy. Mm-hmm. You got to get people across those mountains. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they, they say specifically, like you're the mountain guy. Like mm-hmm. that's your job. Like mm-hmm. sell these mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you how do you go about marketing passing through <clears throat> deadly mountains? Um, that had that literally killed uh, new hundreds food. Of, yeah. of, of pioneers. I mean, I think I think first of all, you really need to, you, you give them the the sell of that. You know, it's real rough going up, but coming down is no problem. You just lie down and get a roll going and down, right? And no big deal. Nice. So that first part, a little tough, a little right. tough. Right. But then also on the other side, everything is made of gold. Oh, there you go. Literally, everything's made of gold. Nice. 
And then what happens when they get over there and they realize it's not gold. Just, like, make a couple things that are gold in a place. That you, okay. They have to, like, pass through a room that's made of gold. Is that Salt And then Lake everything City? in that room is gold, and you're, like, told you. Okay. Okay, yeah, no, that's... You don't lie to them. You know, kind of like the, you know, the biggest groundhog. Kind of like, you're like, oh, it's stone. Kind of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. You, you can... If it's kind of true, it's still true. And, you know, and at that point, they're already over the mountain, so... You know, so, so, wait, so, so, so the hard part's over. Just for clarification, it's Miller time. You're, Once you're over the mountains, you're comparing the the Oregon Trail, Santa Fe Trail, uh-huh. uh, the Pioneer Struggles mm-hmm. uh, to the world's largest prairie dog in in uh, I know. I'm I'm comparing I'm comparing uh, false advertising that's still ki- kind of true. They could have <laughs> used that. The Pioneers okay. could have used uh-huh. that landmark. You know. What the world's largest prairie yes. dog? Mm-hmm. I mean, how long has it been there? Oh, I think thousands of years. It's, yeah, it's, 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 so. yeah, it's old. That's it's, why it's stone. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's petrified. Uh, yeah. Well, I, 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 I appreciate also, that. I had always wondered how they, you know, why so many people took sort of almost a suicidal tack. I remember know. the first time we opportunity saw, we saw the Grand Canyon <laughs> and we pulled up, and I think you were even with us. We pulled up to the Grand Canyon, other than the huge parking lot where we met two people we knew. We got up to that chasm. And we thought the same thing. So you get here with your wagon train, and you come to oh, okay, yeah. Now what? I feel like there's too, a lot of gorges and chasms like that. On a, on a certain level, too, you know, no more dangerous than going on a ship across the ocean, especially. I feel like if you're looking back to like those people at that point, like yeah, 200 years ago, they were hopping on a boat, could have easily died. Halfway in the middle of the ocean, at least you're on land. Yeah. At least you know if I turn around, I can get back to something if this really all falls apart. I guess I don't know. <laughs> that's well. That's interesting. That's interesting. It sort of confirms my my theory that I think like, there's also a lot of because they're trying to set stuff up. You know, there's also that it's not like uh, even today. Like if you're like, I'm just gonna move out west, uh, see what's up. You may not have a place to live, you may not have a job. Like, back then, there's a lot of people who were like, hey, we need people to work these jobs. They're like, we are giving land away to, like, homesteaders and stuff. So, it was a legit opportunity yeah. if you went out there. A new culinary experiences, mm-hmm. like the Donner Party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Things exactly. you might not expect. But, but I do, I feel like, I feel like uh, the people always, like, like in this big struggle to glorify the pioneers, uh, nobody's given props to the, 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 the folks from Denver, who I think were probably... The smartest, because they got that was, there. That was a good call. And they're like, "Well, fuck it, let's just stop here and it's, sell it's shit. It's nice here. Let's sell shit to the people who uh-huh. are too stupid enough to go over there mm-hmm. and get high and, yeah. and drink some beer. We'll make beer out of these. No, those those mouths. guys were the real heroes. Um, so I think I uh, would say hats off to Denver. Yeah, which man. Really, they had the right idea. They did it right. And then all the religious fanatics and the conservative ones went down into Colorado Springs. And that's why it's like something out of uh, ironically, Denver was founded by settlers who left LeCompton after failing to make Kansas a slave state. I don't know what their politics were, but they (laughs) left LeCompton, and one of them was Daniel Boone's grandson. Really? I did not know that. They uh, were in LeCompton for a while, and then a whole party set out, uh, including John Denver. No, it wasn't John Denver, but there was a man named Denver. 
This is what happens when you have a dad on. You get actual history facts, yeah. not just the ones we make up. I know, I know, but I do so like the idea that John Denver, Denver uh-huh. founded, founded Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we should go ahead and John Denver, Denver. Yeah. John Denver. So it was John Denver. Yeah. John Denver and Daniel Boone's grandson. Yes. They, 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 they gay married. They gay married. Yes. And, and they, they couldn't, it wasn't legitimate in Kansas. No, because we're no the but they, it was a territory So they, the they went yeah. to Colorado. It was new territory. Gay mm-hmm. married. They're like, we're going where we can make our own happiness. And they adopted... You know, um, a couple of children. Adolf Coors was one of them. He was a young German mm-hmm. child named Adolf Coors. And, yeah. uh. He was on an orphan train, actually, Adolf Coors was, yeah. And, uh, and, and Bronco Johnson, who mm-hmm. later founded the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big, big Bronco. Johnson. Big Bronco Johnson. Yeah, they called him Big Bronco. They adopted him. Not he was 27 when they adopted uh-huh. him. Yeah, he was. He People was. were less picky then. You well, know? And, you know, they... But he was also seven feet tall when he was 11. Yes, that's so true. It, that's, he had the name a long time. It was just weird that they adopted him so late. But they saw a business opportunity. That's right. You know, he actually, he lived in the mountains. Not a lot of people know the story of Bronco Johnson, mm-hmm. the giant, who was almost as terrifying as Paul Bunyan. Also, though, weirdly, never had anything to do with Broncos. He was just big. Mm-hmm. Right. But he founded the Broncos. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of the, in that uh, pre-football game, the emerging game mm-hmm. of football, which, uh, you know, was similar to British Bulldog, actually, I think. Was the word, uh, Back then, it was it was catch, but whoever had the ball got punched in the face. That's yeah. right. Unless they could put it in a bucket. Or shot. Just shot, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, games ended up with just the winner was whoever was left standing. Mm-hmm. And and that's how Denver was made. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm glad we had the City History Corner. I, yeah. I think that was really. I think yeah. I think there've been a lot of informative segments today. I think so too. I'm, I really feel like we're all learning something here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, this this should probably go. We can we reclassify this as history. Yep. Yeah. Maybe it's a history podcast. Maybe mm-hmm. we, all along it has been a history podcast, and we just never well, and it. future history, including yeah, history. that's true. Today, an interplanetary history. Mm-hmm. Don't but you know, it really makes me want to go to Colorado. Yeah, maybe we should just go. We could. I got five bucks. I got fifteen. No, remember you gave me five bucks for the big. I only got ten. I only got ten. Yeah, we're gonna have to eat till we get there. Just that. Yeah. I got a tank of gas. Full tank. Well, and I got a, a tank of gas too, so we could just go get two, take two cars and then fill yours up from mine when it, when it runs out. It runs out. Yeah. I got a spare axle in case our wagon breaks down. Does anybody have a lot in them? Yeah. Oh, good. I, I, I know where to get some. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, the next broadcast guy. will probably be from. I got a lot in them, guy. <laughs> I got a lot in them, guy. Yeah. I was actually thinking about it. Can we switch corners to one, one more corner? <laughs> yeah, um, we, we still got. I was a actually minutes. thinking about it, like legit. Like, uh, who would I call if I needed to get a second set of identity papers? Mm-hmm. Like, if I wanted to, get, and, and I'm like, Fair like, how, how do you, how do you go about that? And like, for for real, like, if, if suddenly I just I needed, you know, to 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 disappear and and. and get a new identity. And I'm not saying there was anything attached to this. This was just a random thought for uh-huh. Uh But <laughs> I will see you in a couple well, of weeks. Well, you start by uh, but, but here's my thing. I only, I, had, I came up with one person who I think, and I don't know if I should name them uh, uh, on
on the podcast. That's fair. Um, but but he's a guy from the lodge. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really likes his guns, and he's an old army vet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and I think he might be a guy who might know somebody who knows somebody who could get you a fake set of documents. Yeah, he might. Um, I mean, I feel like that's the best route I've got. I I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm about to uh, direct catch me if you can. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. There you go. And so once we get good at fabricating fake documents for the stage for that show, you know, perhaps you know, we can assist you. That's a well, tough question. I mean, no, no offense, but I think if I was going to disappear, I'd try to be anonymous. If I asked you to make me the document, uh-huh. that does put that does put you in a in a sticky yeah uh, legal situation potentially. Oh, yeah, I also might not want you to go. Yeah, yeah. there's there's all that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's depending you didn't on what like the it when I moved to England, are. and I didn't you moved disappear. You moved A while back. I'm back now. Oh, oh. Sorry. Yeah. We'll, we'll catch up on that later. Yeah. Uh, anybody want to shamelessly plug anything before we have to end our time here today? Uh, oh, city commission elections coming up. Yes, yeah. everybody should uh, vote. Go out and vote. You do your, your voting stuff, guys. Uh, just to remember, uh, let's see, uh, uh, Herbert mm-hmm. is the loud one. Friend of the show. Um, Larson is the the um, the the stern one. Yeah. Uh, Ananda is the um, the the hip one. Uh, Anderson is the uh, nerd with a heart of gold one. Uh, trying to make the moves on your mom. I try to make moves on my mom all the time. One. Mm-hmm. Uh, East House is uh, the delightful at a dinner party. I think one. Yeah. Uh, uh, Stumbling Bear is the mysterious uh, stranger with a uh, potentially interesting past mm-hmm. uh, one and uh, uh, Shaheen, Shaheen uh, is the uh, uh, is the one uh, who the local businessman one mm-hmm. and um, like is the, the the littlest hip yeah so there are your there are your choices um, those are completely subjective. The Lawrence Journal world does have much more in-depth analyses mm-hmm. of each of those candidates. Hey, you know what else? Those candidates, most of them appeared at uh, your mass program. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we have five out of eight. Charming, charming mm-hmm. people. They were. Dedicated to community service and making change from the ground up, and that's what we got to do. It's a good crop of people, and I really think that they could use uh, your voice to help their voices, so I'd mm-hmm. take it out and vote. Yeah. Uh, that's Tuesday. Um, all day, or you can advance vote on Monday. Yeah. All right, that's our time. I think we've been very productive today. We learned a lot. Well, thanks is, for letting me be is, with this you. Is, this was more informative than, than out of fucking control, off the rails, crazy. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna have another beer I, before each. I break. think. I think you know. I think we learned a lot. I think. I think kids could learn a lot by listening. I really feel like teachers uh, play mm-hmm. this one for your students. It's a civic lesson. Yeah, big Bronco. I don't. I don't think we used a single fuck word, so I think you're okay. I just threw one in at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. you we'll work on that for the next one. You, yeah, you said fuck. I'm I said, just, I, I, yeah, yeah it was, I got the off the fucking rails. I think. I said. Oh, that's oh yeah, right. right. And then Nelson yeah. said it when he was talking he did about too. Yeah, so you know, I think just you know, well, teachers, you should probably listen before you give it to the kids. Fuck, no, don't cut, fucking cut, give cut it, it again. Cut, cut it off. Cut it off early. Okay. When you when you start hearing the 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 bell ring and cut it at the that bell ringing. Out then. Out. Uh, yep. Fucking bells. Fucking bells. Double deuce. <laughs> Contact us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com is our email. Twitter at doubledeucepod. We are also on Facebook as Double Deuce Podcast. 
We're also on iTunes, so please uh, subscribe to us and also leave a review with some stars if you liked it. If not, uh, we've been uh, some other podcast.